Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Moms That Say Fuck, hosted by yours truly, Alana Kafitz and Dr. Dina Kulik. I'm Alana, the CEO and founder of Moms Toronto. We're on a mission to bring moms together and give them a great day, revolutionizing maternity leave. And I'm Dr. Dina Kulik. I'm a pediatrician and pediatric emergency medicine doctor. I provide no-nonsense child health advice, dispelling myths, and empowering parents to parent confidently and raise your healthiest kids. Together, we have six kids under eight. We are eager to chat with other moms, entrepreneurs, and interesting people about everything from sex to alcohol, sleep woes, and body shaming. We aren't afraid to talk about taboo topics or share our many opinions. We say it like it is and want to get to the heart of the issues facing moms and caregivers everywhere. Come join us. Hello, 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 mama and daddies. We love you. <laughs> and we're so excited for tonight because we have uh, Nikita and Alex, who are our, our, our rebel mamas. They are amazing bloggers in Toronto. They've published this hella fucking awesome book. And if you're a new mom or if you know a new mom, you have to buy it. It's called The... Rebel Mama's Handbook, Handbook for cool, cool Moms. Moms. Okay, so I have five copies of it. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. So uh, we're super pumped to have you guys here tonight. Thank you and, for having uh, us. Let's dive right in. So yes. ladies, tell us about yourselves. What is a Rebel Mama? Well, mm. you know, it's a rebellious woman that is true to herself and unapologetic in who she is. And she's multifaceted too. She's a mom, but she's whatever the hell else she wants to be too. Right. Not just a mom. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Well, like you that. were something before you were a mom. Totally. Right? So no, that 100% person agree. Still exists, yeah. So you mm-hmm. can kind of keep in touch yeah. with her once in a while. Yeah. Love we, her. We come back to this periodically. We do. Pretty much in every podcast about how sometimes we lose ourselves when we become moms. And yeah. I'm a very pro, don't lose yourself, be who you were, be a better version of yourself and be a mom. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not easy. I mean, the odds are kind of stacked against you in a lot of different ways. There's, a lot of things that kind of go hand in hand with especially early motherhood, isolation, bodily changes, a change in work, you know, maybe you're not working anymore. There's a lot of things that you can, that happen to you after you have kids that you could understand how somebody could lose their identity through that experience. But we think it's worth holding on to, I think. Yeah. And checking in with yourself and surround yourself with like-minded people. So like we said, right, we, we were party girls before. We're still party girls now. Mm-hmm. Not as often. We don't stay up as late, but, you know, we still like what we like. So tell us okay. the story, guys. How did you guys, how did, how did Nikita and, and Alex meet? Tell I the love story. when you tell the story, babe. It's like our wedding. Right? <laughs> yeah, it Every time someone is. asks the question, we feel like we're like, oh, oh, babe, tell the story. story. Yeah. <laughs> tell the story. <laughs> tell our story. Um, we met on a dance floor back in 2008-ish, yeah. about a decade ago now. Oh. Um, 11 year anniversary guys I know thank you thank you (laughs) Um, but then we actually spent time together real quality time together for the first time we ended up on the same beach in Tulum and we were (laughs) yeah before that we were just seeing each other like yeah high and by midnight after 3 a.m like cute on the dance floor and then after that we got more connected and then we figured out that we got knocked up within six weeks of each other Hmm. And we just kind of got hurled back together at that point because it was like, oh, my God, you're pregnant. I'm pregnant. We don't know too. anyone else that's pregnant or even thinking Instant about. Connection. When can we smoke no. weed again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't ask the Internet that yeah, question don't ask in the 2000. Internet. 
what was it, 13? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the internet was not so kind to now it's probably moms like, who like weed at that time. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, moms love weed. Now, now it's like, don't worry about now it. Now it's, it's like, fine it's fine. But like, when no we issue. Googled it, we found one article that supported it and it was from Jamaica. So we're yeah. like, all right, fine. Yeah. But yeah. I'm from Jamaica. <laughs> you gotta believe that. That is so yeah. funny. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm yeah. Jamaican. So I was like, I agree with this yeah. study. Yeah, so we're like, so it's cool. I endorse this. part of my culture. Can you imagine saying that in a mommy group though? I mean, they would not then. Not, not, not six years ago. No, I it's like what a difference it makes. Right? I know I'm like having six months a year. Weed smoking moms tomorrow yeah, at a party. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So you guys, you guys get to know each other. How did it come to be, guys? Honestly, I have to say, I'm a fan. I love you guys. I love every single You've been piece there from the beginning. of oh, content. Well, thank every you. single. Po- it's not even normal. Thank it's you. like, yep, yeah, that's my thought. Yep, yeah, I'm thinking about it right now. Yep, yeah, you're so cool. I want to be you. <laughs> I want to be like these skinny, heroin chic, model looking oh moms who just like we look like heroin. It's the leftovers. Sex diet. on legs. <laughs> just all the time. Scraps. It's leftovers and scraps. busyness. Scraps. It is yeah. But you guys are serious business women. Let's not downplay that either. Like Thank you guys you. are hustling. So. We, we are hustling. We're not going to like downplay that shit because yeah. yeah. we're working really hard. You are. Yeah. Okay, so how did what happens so website happens writing. blog happens you're a, yeah. you're a writer you're a great writer thank you yeah um the website was called oh nikita back in the day <laughs> way back in the day we're talking like 2012 um i have an english degree and i wasn't using it i was um personal shopping at a boutique in Yorkville. As you do with a degree. As you do when you graduate <laughs> when the year the economy degree. crashes <laughs> with an English specialist degree from U of T. Everyone's like, hi, oh, yeah, go work at H&M. <laughs> um, but I had started writing and then six months later got pregnant and I started writing more about pregnancy and I was writing it in a kind of irreverent tone that was no bullshit that I still write in. And that all of a sudden started getting shared and picked up. And because, you know, with mom stuff, once it gets shared into one mommy group, there's thousands of people there. So it was kind of... And they want new stuff. And it was shocking. I mean, like, the stuff that I was writing then, people were like, what? Your voice is very... I mean, we'll link it. I'm pointing below. We'll link your stuff. <laughs> but you're, but still, I think you guys have a very unique voice in the mommy ecosystem. Thank 100p. you. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff that, I mean, it's one of the main drivers behind the content creation is conversations that we would have on the phone at, yeah. you know, midnight or whatever. And we would be like, oh my God, my husband, I can't believe it. I walked in the house or he walked in the house and... I could hear his iPhone speaker blaring and like he thinks he deserves a break that motherfucker blah, blah blah and we were like should we write about this? Yeah, we should. Mm-hmm. Should we write about it? Everybody else is going through the same thing and it's yeah. like you're not allowed to say it. Yeah, I mean, now I experience. feel like yeah. the whole online mommy thing is starting to go more that way, which mm-hmm. is great to see where people are more honest. But you guys no were the pioneers. Free, like, but hey, there. we were the rebel mamas we like back then oh, when gee. weed wasn't legal. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-W. Yeah, exactly. Hilarious. But yeah, we kind of egged each other on to yeah. you know, speak to things that, the yeah, but then you started, you would come up with an idea and I'd be like, why don't you write about that? Yeah. And then it kind of started working out organically because then Alex started contributing things, but then she would kind of chime in on the, like, I don't have, I'm not as visual minded as she is. So she would read a post and immediately produce an old, like Helmut Newton image yeah. that was like, you <laughs> must use so this as your imagery. Good. Alex, it's so good. It's Thank so you. good. Honestly, that's a huge I'm a part of it. With a lot of love. Oh my God. She does. a lot so of time on it. Yeah. But um, we just think that moms deserve more interesting images than they're usually served. moms want to look at beautiful yeah, things. I have beautiful coffee table books with, you know, photography and architecture and like, why, why does it have to be, ugly and mm-hmm. unappealing and, and like and, right 
baby Blushing. colors baby. and so gross. Like, and I mean, that's why we made the book mm-hmm. black. Yeah. Right? It doesn't have only... to be white with colorful blocks. Yeah. Like, that's not the mom I am. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now it's, it's that black book at Indigo that everybody's like, is that a parenting book? Is it lost in this section? <laughs> <laughs> what is nope. this about? Is it for men? I think there's a black that's like for men yeah, kind of thing, right? right? Yeah. The only parenting book I read when I was pregnant was Dude, You're Going to Be a Dad. Because hmm. <laughs> I was like, this seems like the only thing that I'm going to relate to. <laughs> and it was. It was really good. But doing that, we were like, we should write a parenting book for cool moms. Like right. there's a, this Dude, You're Going to Be a Dad book for the cool yeah dads you know like the city dads hipster dads are more kind of willing to get involved in the mix we kind of that was part of the inspiration behind deciding to write the book too yeah so were you then just blogging and then it evolved for that or yeah about three years into the blog we were like heavy on instagram we were building our community we were like you know talking to the right people we didn't really know what it was going to become we knew we wanted to write a book from the beginning. And was that your job? Like, were you making money that way or were you guys had other jobs separate? We crowdfunded the book on yep. Kickstarter. Hmm. So we raised 25000 to pay for childcare for our kids for enough time for us to write the book. Cool. And then once we finished it, we were going to shop it to publishers. And then after we did some research, we figured out that a you publisher would probably... Right? cut our book in half yeah. and be like oh, they would not can like you it. not say motherfucker so many times in a right. parenting book like <laughs> please yeah. they so would change the cover for sure there's no way it would be pink <laughs> and that just wouldn't fly so we kind of recognized that we would if we wanted it to be the book we wanted it to be it would have to be self-published so then we had to find Figure another 15 out. we've grand. been figuring shit out like for years now like every new step is like let's figure the shit out yeah that's cool the way you know? an entrepreneur should learn yeah. their shit but that's the yeah. great thing about a business partnership and like we've become closer friends now too is like you bounce things off of each other and you figure it out together and there's no right answer and you make mistakes right but mm-hmm. guys bravo honestly it's so cool it's Thank so you. 2019 it's so startup <laughs> it is honestly. so 2019 it's 2019 it's so startup it's so like in vogue, like exactly what you're doing. The story is awesome. Kickstarter and then like, fuck this for self-publishing. Yeah, we I don't want to sell like, our soul. We didn't want to take people's money. Like, you know, there yeah. was people that offered at the beginning and said, I'll give you money. Mm. But we were, we were like, we, we were don't like want your money because we don't like, want your opinion. Yeah, we just were like helping on doing it ourselves. We yeah. like wanted to produce it ourselves and like earn it ourselves. So it's we can turn awesome. around and be like, we're badass bitches. How long did it take you guys to write? Uh, about nine months mm-hmm. just like a baby but we pulled from the blog <laughs> yeah girl yeah, baby the, write a book the good and like thing even was, it took seven months but you grew it from their two months just to say that yeah. <laughs> and it took like growing like a actually <laughs> so there's actually a great story around the timing of the book we got our funding on may the 4th 2016 um, yes date of conception 2017 we just launched 2017 yeah we got the funding may 4th 2017 and then the books arrived on my doorstep may the 4th of 2018 Mm. may the 4th be with you yeah it was a good omen omen. it was a really good omen but it was nine months to put together we Mm. also laid out the interior we had andrea with us so we had a really good friend um, that's a creative designer and she laid it out for us because we were also like, we're not going to give it somebody that doesn't know us and what we do, creative yeah. control of how the book is laid out. This has to be a person that understands our aesthetic and like our brand. Yeah, and then Andrea was like, oh, we need to include images in the book. So we started to source images, but then 
We're the, the licensing. They cost so much yeah. to license. Yeah, we're like, we're just going to oh, make our own. So we were like, fuck it. We're just going to do a bunch of photo shoots and <laughs> put them in where it makes sense. But it, we kind of wanted it to feel like you were sitting next to us on a couch shooting the shit about early motherhood. There's, I mean, there's yeah. pictures in there for, of us from like iPhone pictures. Like mm. it's not that we don't take ourselves that seriously. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's we wanted people to kind of feel like they knew us. Yeah. In reading it. So all those little personal touches were so important to us that we had to just do it all ourselves. We wanted to feel like a girlfriend's guide, right? We yeah. wanted to feel like you go to your friend's house and they're like, listen, yeah. okay, <laughs> your vagina's going to get fucking yeah. ripped apart. Right. It's not pretty. You'll be fine. I'll yeah. be there for you. Like, whatever. Like, that's what it's supposed to feel like. It's it does so, feel like that. It's not supposed to be an encyclopedia of like, not, like, month number three, you will experience, like, nobody cares about that. That's not real life, right? I remember when I first read the book was I was pregnant with Essa, my second kid. And I was at that, oh my God, that swanky fucking party you guys threw. That was, was our like, book launch party. Well, oh, the launch party. Launch I was party. like, <laughs> I am like in royalty. Not only that, Dina, the cast of fucking Working Mom sat next to me. Cool. Oh, dude. And I was like, Catherine Reitman, I was like, oh my God. Oh I took so many photos of her like this with excited. Like I was taking my camera and Catherine Redman sitting next to me on a sofa. And I was like, and the other cast member, I was like, oh, she looks familiar. Oh my fucking God, it's her. Danny. And Danny. I was so pregnant and I was like, I'm just like going to walk around in my small dress and like try to look cool in this cool party. You and then I read so the cool. book afterwards and I was like, fuck, I wish I, I wish this was my book that I read before. But that's I had what people kids. are telling us. That's so the it's feedback fucking good, getting. guys. Like it's Thank just you. good. You're speaking Thank the language you. of our generation. You yeah. Know? The millennial mom is like yeah. eating it up. Well, that's why, I mean, I feel like books, I might be biased because of my English. You have discerning taste. No, but books <laughs> I think are undervalued in today's society. We're so online driven. Everything is online. We are online. Yeah. But, but we, we also, we, and lot. we see the value in something that has a little bit more possibility for longevity. If the internet goes away tomorrow, there's still a rebel mama relic yeah. out there. I like you know? paper. I really, I still so prefer reading I. paper. I want my kids And then you paper. pass it down to yeah. your friend that just had a baby. Like, I don't yeah. know. There's something so about like, that. Like, my, yeah. Like giving something, yeah. a gifting a piece yeah. of something versus Absolutely. like, you can just download it. Like yeah, it doesn't seem as like not as gifty. personal and yeah. not as like intimate, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So how many kids do you guys have? I have one. She has two. Cool. Yeah. Our first ones are five weeks apart, Bo mm-hmm. and Oscar, and then her two year old is Rocco. Right. Yeah, he came a couple years after. Rocco. Right. Alex, what's your baby's name? Oscar. Oscar. Cool. Yeah. I started that trend too. Fuck, everybody's doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rocco was on my short list because I wanted a Jewish kid named Rocco. Oh, yeah. and I don't mess with my son named Rocco. He's going to kill you. Yeah. Careful. They actually take, they the take on that personality. Oh, yeah. And we're yeah. like, yeah. Rocco's crazy. Everyone's like, you named him Rocco. Yeah, <laughs> so. You might as well Jokes. name him Rocky. <laughs> he actually, Anthony just bought him a Rocky poster yeah, for his room. Cute. And it's just so fitting. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever seen Oscar, the movie Oscar? No, what is that? Holy fucking shit. Wait, is it about animals? No, Oscar oh, the movie. What? Oh my God. I have no idea what you're Is it for about. kids or adults? It's for adults. Oh, no, I've that's never. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched an adult know, movie in right? six years. It's only Disney. And <laughs> so is it like Moana? <laughs> no, it's like a gangster movie. It's amazing. Really? It's with Sylvester Stallone. It's like a comedy of errors. What? I did not know about this. Where did you Oscar. see this on a plane? Do you know this movie? Andrew, the guy. There's a man here. Yes, I do. There's a man here and he's being very patient. (laughs) Who's also watched many, 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 many movies than me. Alex, I'm sending it to you. That's so funny. Okay, guys. So look, let's talk. So you you become like internet sensations. 
what I find, like, let's talk about. Okay, Elena. Like, do you also want to do our PR? Well, no, seriously. Dina, Dina is also, I would say, like an uh, internet sensation in her own, right? Like in the medical in industry. In a totally different world. Yeah, and totally I'm like world. aspiring. Well, same world, actually. Same same following probably right but i need to get voice. more into yeah. what you do but i'm also like, like i'm, I'm also like do. no bullshit but because i'm a doctor right i i can't be as motherfucker but we are <laughs> I mean, this on is, this yeah. podcast say fuck, right? you're but, hanging out with yeah. these motherfuckers yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, so I'm, all, I'm all about no bullshit right and i i'm much more no bullshit than every other doctor right now that's true yeah dina says that how it is and that's why people like her she yeah. also sees 80 patients a day so she has to get to, down to business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just shut the fuck up. So I'm going to teach you how to do this. Okay, I don't actually Your kid's fine. Right. Next. Yeah. Someone said, <laughs> no, kid's imagine fine. you Next. could really say what you meant in her profession, though, right? Fuck. <laughs> I mean, my sister's a medical research. I get it. She's like, sometimes I want to put stuff out and I like want to do this thing and have a voice and have a Twitter and like, but I'm so, you know, it's like. It has to be tempered a bit. I, it's, it's lucky to not have that kind of restriction professionally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we say some things. I say some things that <laughs> take people back. Sometimes. Like what? Well, like give me an example. What was the last thing you said? I don't know. Like, I mean, what? I just say whatever comes to my mind. Yeah, Alex really has no filter at mm. all. So my husband reminds me of that too. He's like, you know, here when you think of it, and then it comes out like here you edit. Yeah, there's a <laughs> like, middle spot right here. there where you could edit that a little bit. I'm just bit. so over it. I think it's because I'm older. I am older than you. Like, I'm a different generation older. Like a minute older, probably. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I was an eight-year, seven-year, seven-year or eight-year. Stop. Eight, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, what I'm just saying, my mind. What okay, I'm saying with that, though, is mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck anymore. I yeah. really don't care. I've grown into myself to the point of, like, if you don't like it, mm. I don't know, sit down, go away, do whatever. See? Yeah. See what we're saying? I think I, can, I give less <laughs> fucks than I used to. About everything. Yeah. Kids do that to you too. Yeah. I think yeah. never really gave a fuck, to be honest. Yes. Like, like me or don't I like me. Agree. And like, I don't, I Dina, don't care. you have always been yeah. exactly who you are. Like me or don't like me. That. I'm like super transparent. Yes. And if you don't like me, it's okay. I have other friends. I like, know. I'm cool but then yeah. those aren't your people. And totally. Like, you yeah. I don't feel comfortable. I actually, like, I have three brothers and I grew up around guys. Guys were always my closest friends. And I feel the most comfortable with guys Same. still. I mean, most of my best friends are girls now. I'm, I'm an adult. Um, but as a kid, <laughs> as a sort of guy, I just like, no, I used to like Then guys. Weird. Like, so hard, I'm hanging out with all those <laughs> guys the still. Just laugh really hard. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Uh, I feel like girls, girls have a lot of like bullshit that, yeah. um, that I had issues with growing up. Like I just don't have patience for it at all. So I, I think, like people yeah. that are transparent and no bullshit. And, and when you're I younger, say what I feel. And, yeah. When you're younger and you're in your 20s and you have like female friendships it's so dramatic and yeah, everything. I hate like, drama. It's, I just don't like so it. So do I, right? And that's why you hung out with guys. I hang out with guys too because yeah. they're no drama. Yeah. They just want to chill, smoke weed, yeah. watch sports, go totally. to sleep, eat, And like, like punch whatever. each other if they're mad, mad yeah. like tackle each other and then it's over. And Dean has four boys, by the way, four kids. Yes. Oh, oh my God. God. So I'm like in the perfect and we world. Have yeah, we all have only boys too, actually. Yeah. All penises us. everywhere. We just grow penises, no big deal. Penis party. Four, five, six, Seven, eight, nine, nine kids between us. Hmm, we got experience. And only one vagina. Sorry, Essa, one girl. Okay, <laughs> um, so let's talk about fashion. Like, how did that happen? How did you guys we become like... fashion. Fight. I know, but you guys are so well-dressed all the time. Thank in you. our sweatshirt. You guys look so... Like, you look <laughs> so good in your sweatshirt. 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 Tell me how the fashion bold happened. Earring with but you guys, like, are no, you guys are like noted... noted <laughs> Fashionistas. Well, we like, got into Toronto Life. I saw oh, that. Yes, we were the fashion family this year in Toronto Life magazine. 
Uh, I've always loved fashion. I, I mean, I worked in fashion the entire time I was in school. And I was a stylist for a little while. And then I was doing personal shopping in a luxury retailer. And that's where I was until I left to do Rebel Mama. So I was right. totally immersed in the fashion world and loved it. I, I think fashion is the easiest way to express yourself, especially if you yeah. don't want to talk to people. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> AKA us. So yeah. black and black right. sunglasses. But I mean, style is... My style altered a tiny bit after I had kids. It's a little bit more practical now. I don't really have the time to be as imaginative with my wardrobe as I was before. You know, you mm-hmm. had time to try on 18 different variations of an outfit. Right. I never did that. I did. I, I loved me. it. I can really appreciate the aesthetic on mm-hmm. someone else, but I've never been someone that can like spend time shopping or enjoy shopping or anything. I have I'm a friend not... that's a stylist that brings me clothes and I'm like, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, that me. was my job. Yeah. <laughs> that was people like you are very important <laughs> um but there's i don't know there's something about i think we love being a character playing with and, fashion and being playful with it and kind of like we're also moody right so we kind of even when we traveled like when we traveled to the u.s yeah. and we packed and we packed light but we were like we were fully aware of the fact that a lot of the things we were bringing were interchangeable yeah. they look different on us because we have different skin tones we have like we look different right it's just, it's fun to play with it and you can really express yourself, like Nikita said. Mm-hmm. So you, I mean, you know, you kind of do judge a book by its cover a little bit. When you meet someone, they're saying something with what they're wearing or how they take care of themselves Absolutely. or like, you know what I mean? Yeah, we've learned. I mean, the funny thing is that I was working at a store called George C., for a woman named Lisa Corbo, who happens to be like a huge—I mean, if you guys don't follow her, Toronto fashion she's our figure. fashion. She's mom. incredible. She's our fashion mom. Okay, but I worked for her for four years. Alex worked for her when she first opened when the, the store, store first opened. Oh, that's so like a small world. eight years ago. So, Crazy. but we've both been trained by the same eye. Oh, yeah, that's so interesting. At two different times, yep. in our lives, but it's an eye that's very distinct. It's an eye that thinks the devil's in the details. Yeah. And I mean, she told me to my face when I, I mean, I started working there. I think I was 21, <laughs> but she has this amazing Australian accent. She's Italian, like Australian, one Italian, like, Australian. Uh, and she's like, doll, grooming is very important, you know? <laughs> and I was like, oh, so taken aback. Nobody had ever said anything like that to me before. But then that day I kind of learned like, if you're going to do a ponytail, Slick every fucking hair back right. do a proper and you will look like too. a different person. Right. Like do it properly. Don't just do it. Lisa never did anything halfway. She no. doesn't to this day doesn't do anything. That was my halfway. aha moment of this podcast, by the way. <laughs> yeah, really? back properly. Slick it back the ponytail. No, but if you're going like, to do it, it's do it. The point is do it properly. Well, if you're yeah. going to put five minutes into it, take five and a half minutes and just Smart. spray it and. So it's neat and yeah. you look together and that's an important but thing. But then you feel different too from totally. that. So you come out and you're feeling strong and you got your chin up and you're feeling confident. And honestly, that's what it does. Yeah. Style and fashion and all of that. It's so funny. Like, like in a hot mom minute, minute, like, can I do that? Like you're making me actually think. Like you don't as have a to consumer, spend a lot of time I know, on as it. Like, that's as, the thing. If I'm a listener and I'm like, can I spend another 30 seconds on myself just to make myself feel like. You totally can. And it'll change the rest of the day. And well, then the right? thing. Make you stand taller, like you right. said. The totally things good. you're buying too is like, you know, we go vintage shopping a lot. We pull yeah. like references for that. what's cool, mm-hmm. you know, kind of tr- maybe trending or what we think is going to look good on us. We go and we shop it. 
We buy a lot of vintage. We mix a lot of pieces. We do casual. We do really dressed up. It kind of depends on what mood we're in. Mm -hmm. But once you have those things in your closet, then you just go there and you play with it and you put it together and you're done. Like you don't have to run out every season and buy the things that are cool because, you know, somebody tells you to. Yeah. What do they say now? Fast fashion is 52. Fast fashion's. No, it's awful. That's it's also enough. another thing I'm really... Well, yeah, we're getting girls. away from that. We're that. getting vintage yeah. consignment. I mean, yeah. I love designer because yeah. I really appreciate the techniques used. I appreciate the fabrics used, all of it. I can't afford to go to a store and spend $1,200 on a dress, but I can buy that dress on consignment once somebody's done wearing it. I don't give a shit if it's last season. Yeah. I don't care if it's two seasons ago, five seasons and ago. most people don't notice anyway. They don't care. They care that you look Who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, I genuinely could not possibly care less if someone's like, is that Dries from 2008? I'd be like, yeah, I but dude, have like, no fucking idea. It looks great on my hey, body. Hey, Ambular, were you shopping about. in my laundry hamper? <laughs> <laughs> It's better than fast fashion, though, right? Because you're going to have that piece forever. You know, that's what's unique about you guys, which I think resonates as a fan and as a, like, has having this conversation is like, you guys beat your own drum, but you're really speaking. I think vintage is cool. And that's also Vogue right now. Like, people are wearing vintage. Um, So you guys are like, you're just doing exactly what I think our peers would do we've been doing i mean we've been shopping vintage forever i love shopping vintage my favorite thing to do but sustainability is important to us and especially in clothes it's such an easy thing to control like you've you guys heard about that whole instagram or influencer thing where they're like buying things from zara like taking the picture on instagram and then sending it back and now zara has like warehouses full of returns like is that really good for like can we take a moment to think about that it's scary it's actually really scary right clothing is the number one polluter next to like oil yeah that's insane and it's so easy to change your behavior with that we care so much about the stupid instagram picture that we're returning like we're getting stuff and returning it for the picture for what it's so irresponsible too though like that person hasn't thought it through right but also it's also for the followers yeah like that i care about what you posted in that shirt and that skirt yeah now like well there's a demand right but that's weird if you look at our feed you will see a lot of reappearance yeah we don't mind the same items because that's how to not wear fast fashion you buy things with the intention of of wearing wearing them more than 18 different ways on a million different occasions like that's but the that's point. the thing. You that's how you build together a differently. You can wear the same top that you wear out with stilettos, with sneakers, Nikes, and like a different jacket. If I and had that- this on with a long to the ground silk skirt and cowboy boots, it's the same sweater. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. It's you're just giving it new life. Well, you yeah. guys actually just said actually made me think about another point, which I think I wanted to drop to you guys, which is I see a lot of mommies in the social media game in the influencer sphere. You guys are influencers. You're out there. You don't, you're not sellouts, you know, I don't ever see like, Thanks, ad, you know, it's not for like ad sponsored by so-and-so. So like, how have you been able to navigate the mommy social media sphere without like, I want to say selling your soul to some degree? I mean, that was a conscious decision. So, so, so like, how did that, so explain that. And how do you actually make money if you're not doing ads, ads, ads? We ads. do like sponsored content and we do curate events and things like that. But we're just really careful about who we say yes to. And we say no a lot because we don't want to cheapen our brand. And we, you know, stand behind what we do. And like, we can't sell out. Like, how can we be who we are and then yeah. be like selling Johnson & Johnson or whoever, right? Like, our audience wouldn't even buy it. 
Well, they would be like, they would be like, what are you guys doing? They they could see past them. They could see through it, right? I think a lot of audiences used to that, though. They're used to you guys are able to do what you do by making money off of. Whatever I think company, though they right? expect more from us though because of the standard we well, set. We yeah, made we no money yeah. first of all. Like we made no money for the first two years. We were yeah. putting out content for people to enjoy, just to build out of our the brand, good of our yeah. hearts, because yes. we were like, and to build your brand, and to build our brand. But that was really secondary. We definitely we built we built a great community. Yeah, we built it on. We want to provide a community for any kind of misfit moms or mommy group dropout who didn't feel like they had anywhere to belong. But we always found that those were the coolest women. So we were like, these poor women are the cream of the crop, and they have nowhere to go. So let's give them a place to go where they can feel intelligent, like so amazing yeah. to talk to. Working moms who were just like, okay, everything seems to be written for stay-at-home moms, and I don't relate to that shit at all. So I'm just going to go off I on my own. relate to that, what you just said, yeah. Right. Yeah. So we thought, okay, there's all these women out there. Nobody's speaking to them. Well, let's at least acknowledge them. Anybody... You just want to be We were actually kind seen, of surprised right? yeah, of how many women like that there was. I mean, I, we, it's a niche market for sure, but like I was surprised the number, the sheer number of women that are like, yeah, thank you for speaking my language because mm-hmm. no one was speaking our language before. Yeah. I mean, when we were pregnant, we yeah. joined the mommy groups. We were like, dude, yeah, fuck. yeah. I felt so uncomfortable. Like that's honestly my... I think a lot of people do though. I do. And I think that's what's interesting. It's like, yeah. I think we are with this podcast and I believe this is what this podcast is about for us is shifting the paradigm in the conversation to be like exactly what you guys are... Basically, we're all saying the same thing. It's the same recipe for the same cookbook for the same audience, which is like, there's a million ways to do things. There's not mm-hmm. one prescribed way. And in 2019, let's open the tent and say like, there's tons of ways to parent. Yeah. There's tons there's of ways to build for a community. You. There's something for Correct. you. Correct. As a diverse as there's stars in the sky, we can make this happen and you can find your tribe. Yeah. Um, and I think the tribe is more accessible than it's ever been. Right. So, yeah, I think a lot of people start platforms like similar to the ones that we started with the intention of, I'm going to get this group of people together and then I'm going to sell them shit. Right. We, our whole ethos is you don't need a lot of shit. Yeah. We don't really want a few things. Don't junk up your house with all the kids stuff and the baby stuff. It doesn't need to happen. If that's what we're telling people and it is what we're telling people very blatantly, our registry chapter in our book is called shit. Your baby doesn't need. Yeah. Because we're like, we're so oversold and there we well, know well, that it's like overconsumption and it, like it's totally. just like too much. Well, when, we'd one rather just say what that, we're saying. You want that. You need this. You have to have this cream. You have to have. But this then clothes. you will find brands and partners that will align with your same thought process and say, OK, fine. But like we're trying to do the same thing. Great. If we can make that work and yeah. like make some money and, do, and put something out, then we'll do it. But it has to be in line with. Yeah, Who yeah that's are, great. Right? I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people are not doing it that way. It's, it's and that's what I yeah. think is so interesting with you guys is like I see a lot of people in the sphere, and it's like so clear that like they are paying to play, and that's okay. And I think it's okay that people make money in all sorts of creative ways. Mm-hmm. Empowered are moms who like like can make money on Instagram. Like if you're if your income source is Instagram and people paying you to like say like hashtag paid advertisement, like fucking rock on. Yeah. But you guys have never, like as long as I've been a fangirl, I've never seen you guys do that. So I think that's very commendable. And I mean, sort it of takes a apart. lot more work. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. we, and you got to stay no poor a for a lot longer. Yeah, right? you gotta stay but it's really more, more, more valuable per relationship that you have with these Absolutely. companies. Right? Like, cause versus being a hundred bucks here and there and there, maybe it's like, well, I only do this once in a while. So it has to be more worth our time. Yeah. Well, and also now we've kind of turned the tables on whole, how the whole system works. And we now pitch companies 
companies that we've decided we would like to work so with. Yeah, so we have go, a go, wish go. list. Like, now. How do you like, do that? We already like these people, a? so go to these people because we don't like these people. So okay. here you go. Here are your lists. You know, like we sat awesome. down. And you, have a, you have a person. I write the pitches yeah. because you're the that's my English skill. Yeah. And then she throws some visuals in there so and gorgeous. we show we them what we could do. Yeah. Yeah. We show them how cool we could make them their brand look. Mm-hmm. And they either take it or leave it. Awesome. Sometimes they leave it. Sometimes, you know, we're not. Not for, for everybody. everybody. Yeah. Which I'm is definitely not for everybody. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. But there is some people you are Yeah, for, and it's interesting to see right? what brands knock on our door, actually, because mm-hmm. I don't actually pursue any brands anymore. People just come to me too. I don't need to. People are like this. I'm like, mm, maybe. Do I believe in you? Okay, let's have a conversation. Yeah. Right? I was like, oh, well, this one, like a diaper company just came to us. I'm like, fuck yeah, you're my diaper company. You are <laughs> awesome. You stand up like like ahead of the, the pack. I am, you are mine. Right. I love you. But right. I, there's not any that diaper company that yeah. I'm like so digging. So, right. yeah. I think, remember we read that book, Essentialism? We read Essentialism right And that kind of started. started our thought process with that. You guys should read that book, Essentialism. The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. And it's just, it's a Who whole. It? Is it a um, feminist discourse? No, no. It's written by a man. Oh about just the importance of editing your life and saying no to the things that aren't a hell But we yes. started applying that to our business. It's interesting. That's I, how I live my life. Yeah. 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 And I would say like, that's right up your alley. And yeah. I would say one of my best friends is a psychiatrist. She said like, if you can't say no, hold it up in front of you and read the word no. Like literally put a sticky note and anytime you feel like you can't say it, just read it. And oh, we've no. never had a problem yeah. saying But you that. also like yeah. taking opportunities. You're like a big, like, let's see what opportunity works. I say yes to love. everything right now because I'm yes. in a different age and stage, I think, business than you guys are. Yeah. But I have to say yes to everything right now. And I'm actively seeking all the opportunities, like anything that comes my way. I'm like, bam, 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 let's go. Because yeah. I want to see and which, which road leads to to whatever will make sense for me in my career and yeah. whatever this mommy business is going to be. So I'm all about new opportunities. I, I love being pitched things, but I don't take tons of roads. Yeah. Um, you're pretty strategic. I would say I'm, I try to be very strategic, but I'm actually very emotionally driven. So I will make decisions that I've been like this since I was a kid mm-hmm. in seconds. Like, yeah, do you love? Yeah, I'm very yeah. good. But very it's pretty easy driven. to like, you feel yeah. it right away. Yeah, totally. We've and, gotten and pitched I, like the craziest shit before. We're like, really? Yeah. Do people oh my god, somebody pitched us doing? taser guns and we're like, we're like um, <laughs> we hate guns, one. <laughs> Two, if you pull a taser gun on someone, they might shoot you yeah. <laughs> and kill you. Like, why? That what? was my favorite. Oh, and then there no, was no, also the another calendar. Oh my god. So a construction company. This is my favorite thing ever. We cried. We called each other crying with laughter. Construction company emailed us and was like, hi there. We were wondering if... One, one of, of you, you like <laughs> separate first of, of all we come as a pair <laughs> would be interested in being featured in a construction calendar oh my god we cried yeah like a pinup no like uh i mean they just they said that they would we would be wearing hard hats and, and bikinis probably <laughs> bikinis but we were like is this for real is this a joke is Only this for one, real though, life but you have to choose is it like rock paper oh scissors? no but they offer it they offer like 125 dollars we're like what the fuck get out of here man let's go for wine instead 
Batman. That was my favorite. Yeah, we get oh some pretty fucked up DMs too, being like, hey, would you like this business opportunity to work with us? I'm like, send me the message. And it's like, it's like brands that do not make sense for us at all. It's or like, like they don't even they, know who you are. It's like they just like get in there. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah totally. So I just slide it in. Like, like, just go to everyone that has over 10K and like yeah, DM them. That's right. They don't even care. I'm who all about you are. considering things that like they reached out to me like, on my website, like through Kid Crew or like Dr. Dina or something. Like you have to like yeah. find me. The medium I have is to the know message. that you like know something about me and you got to me in the right way. Right. Like Instagram That's fair though. Me, that makes sense. I don't feel like you really know who I am. Instagram can be yeah. anybody, right? So talking This about was him. an email. Yeah, this was an email. <laughs> they really knew you. Sort of. We could probably pull it up for you guys. <laughs> we could forward. I don't think I would have deleted that. How did just, you respond? Just what like, did you say? We had our assistant respond on our behalf right. saying thank you so much for this amazing opportunity yeah then. basically but, go but fuck i don't yourself. know which one you want of us <laughs> she well, already weeds out oh sorry she already weeds out most of it she so, gets a lot of stuff speaking of instagram guys what's your like feeling about the like the mommy instagram world right now what do you think it's, it's what you see and what you create i think it's getting either it's getting better or the algorithms or really understand what we like mm-hmm. yeah because i feel like the things that I'm seeing are a step in the right direction, a step toward a more honest version of the experience of motherhood. Um, but that might be because of what we're doing. But it could just be it could who just we're following. Be, yeah. We could have just found the right people. I feel like at the beginning when you're really floundering, you're like motherhood. And the first thing that comes up is like total junk and you just kind of go down a junk trail. But once you hit on something really good, once you find, you know, mother muse magazine mm-hmm. and, you kind of hook up with a few of the girls in Australia who are really doing some cool stuff. And once you start following them, then the other things start coming up kind of more along those lines. And then you have lines. your algorithm. Then you know how right. it goes. And right? then, the yeah. then the internet like, knows oh, you. And it's like, right. oh, you're cool. Let's yeah. put you I'm in I'm like, should category. I chop my hair? And the next ad is like, how to regrow hair. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm not chopping my <laughs> I hair. I know. <laughs> like, listen joke. to you, damn it. My I feel God. like I need to curate my Instagram better. Like, it's it's my, my Instagram kind of random. And I don't, I don't love looking at it. I don't feel like I'm getting inspired. I feel like I'd leave looking at Instagram kind of frustrated by the sellout and all that stuff. I feel like, I feel like I need to like go to our Instagram and go and through what we post and, yeah, and we then follow. see yeah. who we post too. Cause we give credit to everyone in all our posts. So if you like something, see who that is and like go follow Done. them. Easy. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of people doing some really amazing yeah. shit on Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's an, an account we love called girl gaze, yeah, girl which gaze is just beautiful fit. images of, you know the female form that you're not seeing on the billboards mm-hmm. that is still so beautiful and shot in such a whimsical way for that account specifically we love yeah them. you should see how many images we have saved in the back yeah there's some crazy. beautiful stuff out there yeah you just kind of have to know you have to look for it where it's to a look. totally different kind of full-time job like mm-hmm. i can't imagine spending my life on instagram i can't no it's it uh it's a full-time job it's once you get it once you have it you set can do up, it fast it, kind of runs on its own once you're following the right people that are giving you the right the kind content. of inspiration right. and the right content yeah. once your feed i mean we don't really follow a ton of people that we even know per, most of the I accounts unfollow that we people follow, still like sometimes i'm like what <laughs> unfollow like why is this in our feed but we follow accounts that inspire us yeah. words of women is an incredible account to follow and it's just famous quotes by powerful women that mm. are encouraging or offer solace or whatever it is there's most of the stuff that we follow is a lot of art accounts 70s stuff yeah yeah vintage photos french people lots of french ladies 
Yeah, French mm. people are awesome. Yeah. yeah, I love French mommy. A hat. lot more no bullshit too. Yes, yeah, no bullshit. yeah. And they're like yeah. bringing a baby. Yeah, they just want to chill and live their good. life, yeah. right? That's but it's yeah. nice to scroll Instagram and put it down, being like, "Fuck yeah, yeah I'm feeling good." And then you can do it faster, right? So you kind of like spend ten minutes on it, save some stuff. Move on to the guys. Rest of I have to be day. honest. As like a nursing mommy right now with a baby at home, I like, spent a I lot of time. So much. Me too. I spend so much time on Instagram. Also, because I'm in the game. Well, at the beginning, I'm, you yeah. are though. I remember yeah. those nights. Yeah, like I'm on it, and I'm just like, it's a little bit addiction, a little bit work, a little bit like it's just super mindless. And then like I love to know honestly all the mommies in the mommy sphere, like what they're saying. And you guys are just so distinctly different than any of the other. That's voices really out nice. There. To you hear. know what I mean? Thank you. And even. People say some really good stuff and a lot of stuff super insightful, but it's just the look and the feel and the the t- everything about it. It's just so different. So as Thank a fan, you. I'm grateful that you're in our studio tonight. We're a fan of you too. Elena. Guys, if there's one thing you want to <laughs> tell like your young mommy self, like dear 21 year old mommy me or whatever it is, like what is it you want people like before maybe that's not kids in, yeah, no, or whatever it is. Like, th- maybe it's not in the book. Maybe you haven't really even thought of it before, but like what is we want our listeners to know like that wisdom it's the, it's the oprah thing it's that everything will be all right mm-hmm. chill out yeah take a step back think about it go easy on yourself too like it doesn't have to be perfect all the time and it might not go as planned that's okay yeah just keep going it's all gonna be all right you know that would be my and you need a village if you find people that you can trust trust them if you have a partner who you can trust trust him or her um, we tie, we kind of, kind of get a little bit wrapped up in our own, well, I'm the mom, so I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it properly. And it's got to be me because nobody else can do it quite like me. But once you kind of loosen the reins a little bit and you help your kids foster relationships with other people, and that's a really beautiful thing too. We kind of forget that. I, you got to give up the control. A little yeah. Bit. I was yeah, half raised that. by my yeah. grandmother and my grandfather and I love every second of that. I'm still so close with my grandma and she's 86 years old. And that's a relationship I have because my parents were willing to loosen their reins a little bit and let somebody else love their kid and let their kid love somebody. Their love is infinite. You're mm-hmm. not going to... And it was good for them too because they could step away too. Yeah, but they totally love it. Old. It's like a vacation it's for amazing. them, right? Totally. It's amazing for the grandparents. It's yeah. amazing for, for the kids to grow up like that, right? But I totally agree with you. They'll like loosen the reins, mm-hmm. let yeah. your partner take you know care or family members or whatever. Like he's like Andrew, I'm pointing next to me, Andrew, who's an audio dude at the moment, who's playing uh, some kind of game on his phone. Um, so <laughs> he's looking at porn. And, yeah, <laughs> totally looking at porn. Yes. Yeah, says he wishes. Um, some laser game of some sort. He's going to porn now. Um, <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, porn. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the reminder, babe. <laughs> oh, I'm allowed to look at porn now? Done. Done. Yeah. Only when the rebel moms um, are over. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Andrew spends a lot of time with the kids on the weekend, and uh, and I think it's super valuable for them. And and yeah, he do do his, You could do your thing. Take care of the kids as, as you want. I don't need to control. They do step up though, that. and they do a great job. And yeah. like, you really have to let them it. do it. It's like, why yeah. shouldn't they have totally. a dad that's super Giving involved, as involved the, as me, or not, or even more yeah. involved than me? Why shouldn't they have that? And they it's give, them, give them. them the bandwidth to do it, yes. right? Like, I remember the first time I went away without my kid and just left Matt alone with my son Elias. That's the best test ever. It was ever. The five days, and I was like, holy shit, this is the game changer. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I do this a lot 
I know. Before. Like, yeah. I should have done this when I come out of me and hand him yes. yeah. away. Like, Here's the baby. Yours now. Yes. I'm going to Vegas now. <laughs> Go with your girlfriends. Go on a date with your partner. Yeah. Do something that's not with your children all the time. We yeah. like always come back. So good for your kids. Do not have to be on top of your children no. all the time. You don't. It's not good for them. It's not good for you. Yeah. Your whole identity is not motherhood. You had something before. You have something after. It's so yeah. interesting yes. for them, though. Like, my son is almost five in April. He's born on weed day, by the way. He's yeah, born, on born on 420, which is pretty fucking epic. Oh, well, that's, that's <laughs> apropos. Good. It's like he knew. And mine yeah. was St. Patrick's Day. Right? Yeah. They're going to kill it in college. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but he was asking me about where I'm going, right? And I'm like, well, we're going to go meet with these two other ladies. And they're going to kind of interview us. What's an interview? They ask you questions. You give them answers. I tell him about these things because yeah. I think it's interesting. And he thinks it's interesting. So you should share it. On yeah. a nightly a nightly event is my, one of my kids or all of my kids being like, do you have a phone meeting tonight? Are you going to a meeting tonight? Are you going to see girlfriends tonight? Are you they, seeing mommy Jen? Are you seeing mommy <laughs> Alana? Are you seeing mommy whatever? Like it's so tonight you're doing what now? Like what is on your list of things to do? But yeah. then when they grow up, they'll be like, well, my mom did all these things. Totally. I can do so many things yeah. too, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Or my wife can do so many things mm-hmm. and I'll yeah. be there to support her as she does that. <laughs> right. That's an important or thing my husband. too. Yeah. Or my husband. That's right. We exactly. talk about gender here. You're like, good. you know, you're yeah. setting the example of like, there's two people in this household and we can both work outside of the home and we can both contribute in the yeah. home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot you of can talk as much as you want, but if you don't show your kids that shit, yeah. mm-hmm. you know that they're just going to grow up and follow the, you know so interesting and we power. always talk about this like we our parents fucked us up so good and we're gonna fuck them <laughs> up so good but we're gonna do such a better job of fucking them up less because we have the internet in each other and podcasts oh yeah, yeah. we have the internet yeah. Lucky talking about their parents their moms oh my god ups. how much screen time is okay yeah no not okay are uh, we reining that in yet yeah. are you reining it in I'm trying to rein in my screen time for my kid oh, fuck are you episode. well it just depends what happens I know but he's it's such fine. a prick after you watch it so much that's a problem I'm like stopping an asshole when it gets stale like yeah that's the I thing know. you gotta like, give them time then when it starts to feel like no, they're like you know addicts. when it gets stale they're yeah addicts. you're like alright they're coming down yeah. they're zombie yeah. addicts break yeah. down but yeah. you feel the energy change I find we wrote about that in yeah. the book there's a chapter on it's, I think it's called I Choose Sanity yeah guide to screen time and it's like it's fine it won't kill them. But once you notice the energy in the room start to change, yeah. that's when you're it's like, over. TV off, yeah. I mean, you put on put your coat, let's go outside. Change it up. I feel like we turn on the TV or we don't watch TV really, but like there's a movie or something on, it changes like right away. Yeah. Like yeah. We, we're really super minimal screen time people because I, they're assholes. I know. Like they're just not best versions of themselves when they watch stuff. Yeah. So we just don't. Yeah. And it's hard to rein it in, like you say, right? Yeah, like once they get it. into it, then it's hard to yeah. like, pull that back. And that's why I think I'm experiencing now because we just came, it's, we just off of vacation and it's yeah. like two weeks. You're of, weaning. Like literally weaning them like off of like eating shit and in, in, in watching television. So it's like, now it's like back to, you're going to eat a fruit and a vegetable and a grain and a protein and you're going to watch like half an hour. Right? Yeah, but that's they'll it. be at the end of the day, yeah. like in 25 years, the kids are all right. Like, like, he's not, I like this is not going to like. I was, yeah. I was raised on Oreos. <laughs> So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Saturday morning TV. So, and I'm, I'm pretty, pretty okay. sure people smoked in our faces in yeah. 1980s. Like, you know, like 19. I don't know what it is, like 1990 or something. Like really late, nurses and doctors still smoked in hospitals in Toronto. Yeah, right? no. you know, like the nursing stations were smoking rooms. I know that were not in. <laughs> They're like, excuse me, all. can I use this? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! And they'd like not use Prowl. They would like. Go and see a patient. They like smell like cigarettes. Yeah, we <laughs> worry. We overthink a lot now. We worry a yeah. lot, and sometimes you gotta just take it down a notch. It's I, the I information from, age, though. Yeah. It's it's a problem. It's it's a great thing. It's a great yeah. tool in a lot of ways, especially if you know how to use it. But 
it's also just overload. We don't yeah, need this much information. We know so much entirely too. too much. There's so much bullshit. And like, if you're like a new mom or yeah. you're just like pregnant for the first time and then the baby industry comes at you and the internet comes at you, you're like completely overwhelmed. Oh my God, amen you Alex, think you need like a mountain of shit yeah. and you really, it's so simple, but you can't even see through. Right. But then yeah, you go on Instagram or Facebook and things are being thrown at you. No, and it's insane. You click on something and then the cookies if go crazy. If you click and on a stroller on Instagram, yes. see you later, okay. man. Yeah. You're going to be fucking getting strollers for weeks. Totally. Yeah. Literally, yeah. I wish this is the reality of a new mom, okay? You get knocked up, like, you get excited. <laughs> okay, fuck, you buy your fucking stroller, fine. Go buy your goddamn stroller. Then, you literally, like, buy your book, <laughs> right? Chill the fuck out, join mom's TL, find your tribe, <laughs> register for Kool Aid and buy her shit, you know? And you're good. So, basically, <laughs> this podcast is all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> you really all you We're need. all here. We're all here for you. We're right here. We should really do some sort of package deal. <laughs> <laughs> you're all set. You're all set. Uh, speaking totally. of all set, can we talk about weed for a sec? Sure. Okay. We can always Because you guys weed. are like, you guys have always also been. I Should think. I fire up my sativa pen? <laughs> can I see it? <laughs> Thank you. It was given to me as a gift over the holidays, but it's funny because it doesn't do much for me. What is it? smoke so much pot. Like, Alex is just <laughs> handing me her thing. Her fancy It's not even pen. on. Do you want me to turn it on? I mean, kind of. I just said scotch. I probably okay. shouldn't. But yeah, turn it on. It does nothing. Well, for I me. I just want to see it. Does it do anything for you? Yes, babe. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call yeah, I want to try it. I love. We say babe a lot. I We've always it. said babe a lot. My kids call me babe sometimes. My like, kids are you ready, babe? babe? Yeah. <laughs> Jason, babe. our four-year-old, was calling people sweetheart on vacation. So I don't know where that cute. came from, but he was telling like sweetheart. all like the helpers and the staff, like, thanks, sweetheart. And they were like, what is wrong well, with you? Well, that's what I do. I and is it offensive or is it cute? I don't really know if this <laughs> is like Out of a four-year-old, okay. it's cute. Oh and he's like a really small four-year-old. She looks like a two-year-old. It's like a two-year-old calling you sweetheart. It's a bit weird. No, my two-year-old goes, hey, babe. Like, because I to call my husband babe. and I'll be like but I only want to yell I'm like babe babe so last week at the bottom we of the stairs babe <laughs> screaming to daddy babe yeah our kids okay let me too. see Alex you show me what to do I don't know if it's on oh you have no power it sounds like it's on I don't know if I charged it? it maybe I didn't charge it this so is okay. why you gotta smoke joints. just roll it up and smoke it <laughs> so weed moms let's talk about that so you guys I'm like inspired a little bit because I only really started like, I've always been scared of weed because it wasn't legal now it's legal I'm like let's talk about it let's do it we're gonna get some you're actually scared of it because it wasn't legal I grew really up, my dad's a criminal lawyer so I grew up in a household where like you thought you were gonna get oh, like go. arrested down yeah you actually had fear, like you're going to get like arrested. <laughs> There's always watch. a cloud around me. If Can I notice? <laughs> it, it's vapor. Don't worry. It's okay. The the, the good people at Soho what? House don't mind. So this is not an abnormal <laughs> thing. Here. What is what is stevia? Sativa. Sativa is so, sweet. Oh right. What is <laughs> says the, the newly keto girl? I yeah. literally just had. I literally just. That had, was the best. Oh my god. So there's, you got to hold it down. Oh my god. That's such yeah, an Atlantaism. I just fucked up entirely. Okay. What Sativa is, and indica you, are two classifications of weed that are more or less. But that's vapor. That's not yeah. smoke. They don't so, really yeah. mean anything anymore. Sativas, I believe, were were the. Um, there's two different kinds of plants. Some are have skinny, long, pointy leaves, and others have kind of fatter leaves. Um, indicas are from India, <sighs> Afghanistan, and sativas are from grown in South America. The weed has to be grown in similar climates to like coffee, high high altitudes. Sorry, um, babe. <laughs> high altitudes. Uh oh. Someone doesn't have a high tolerance at the right. table. Leave it to sick kids. <laughs> That's gonna be your new nickname now. <laughs> Um, but so they used to classify weed by that because indicas tended to get you more couch bound. You 
couldn't really function at a high level yeah, but yeah. it was great to relax your muscles or if you had pain it's good issues to chill. like if you yeah. if you smoke a, you know if you smoke a j that's like yeah. indica then you're not moving from the couch you're watching netflix and what's that one but like this sativa, is sativa tends to so be more uplifting good for creative energy just generally not going to put you out on your ass especially when it wears off it just goes away yeah uh, indica when it wears off it's you're like, like a crash and passed then you know. go to bed yeah. I think what happened is like a lot of young women, I, I'm one of them, like smoked weed when you're younger, had a bad experience and, then and like yeah, and then stopped like, completely. So that's what happened to me when I was 14 years old. I did not touch weed again until after university. I think that's a lot of the reason yeah. why, why people are scared. And I think like closeted moms now are like, okay, wait a minute. There's obviously, this is something I want to learn about it. And you guys have sort of been, this is a little bit your fight song to some degree. Like it. We're so. like the liaison. We're like, don't worry, babe. Yeah. But before, I mean, pre-legalization or even pre weed stores anyway mm-hmm. before you, yeah. if you were getting your weed from a drug dealer it was going to be an indica variety they say that you actually can't really tell one from the other anymore because there's been so much crossbreeding that right. it's just generally it's been used to generalize that like hard hitting make you pass out or more energetic side um but once you could go into a store and say listen buddy i don't want to get too high here here's or, how like, i want to feel Here's right. how I want to feel exactly. Right. I mean, you get dude bro behind the counter. You, right. Who may you know, not know anything. Right. Yeah. You're, dude it's bro. a toss up, right? But once that happened and you weren't just getting your drug dealer's weed, that was always the strongest hitting couch bound weed you were going to get because people used to order weed just to get well, fucked just up. They mm. were like, the higher I am, the yeah. better the weed is, right? right? Where we know now, it's like even when we were writing the book, we'd right. be like... We get something very specific to kind of like open up yeah. those create that creative flow. It's unbelievable. And right? we knew it was going to last for two hours. Yeah. So we'd smoke it at 11. We'd be like done by one. And we'd yeah. be like, all right, we're going home. We can be with our kids now. But it was like strategic. Right. Too. Yeah. You couldn't do that with the weed from 10 years ago. Right. No. You couldn't plan anything for after you were going to smoke. Right. Now you can smoke a joint. What I love about weed is that you get as high as you're going to get right away. Uh-huh. And then you know it's just going to go yeah, down and after then if that. You want it, yeah, exactly. So yeah, if you're up, like, okay, you like I have... Or something. Right. right, it's yeah. not like wine that's cumulative. Right. The more you drink, the more fucked up you get. Right. And then by <laughs> the end of it, when it's time to go home, you're the drunkest you're going to be. Weed is the opposite, right? You smoke, you're as high as you're going to get. And then you say... I'm just going to drink water for the next three hours and then you're fine to go home and live yeah. your life thereafter. That's why we think weed is so key for moms because it's like, okay, we've been totally fine with the alcohol rhetoric for how long? Right. What's yeah, the like, nature of alcohol? Why is though? it okay to get smashed on a bottle of rose? And, you know, and there was that whole stigma that is being broken now where it's like, it's okay to take a toke. You're yeah, fine. it was important you to break the a- stigma around the alcohol yeah. too. I understand why that happened because. Moms were using that as basically code to say this is hard. Yeah. Right. I'm mm. using wine as a coping mechanism and I'm being forthcoming about that. That's why people started to be able to say mommy juice and this and that. Yeah. Do I think it kind of got out of control? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, I still Absolutely. see tons of it. Like Instagram is full of that, right? It's right. a bit much. Yes. Um, we try. I exploited it also just for marketing. That's purposes, fine. Being honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think that with weed it's like okay if you're willing to even just have that conversation with wine you have to be willing to have that conversation with weed Mm -hmm. because at least weed has properties that are actually good for you right you can't even compare alcohol and weed because alcohol alcohol doesn't have anything in it that's good for you except for maybe some antioxidants and some red wine (laughs) but (laughs) weed actually can you know help calm a central nervous system or help you manage pain or help you deal with anxiety or this there's so many things that it could help 
that it's a conversation that moms should be having, especially because there's so many female specific well, and issues. To Alana's point about her being scared is like you don't have to smoke a huge cannon. Mm-hmm. Like you microdose and you figure it out. You have a toke of a pen. You wait. You see how you feel. Yeah. Can you have more? Maybe not. Maybe you should wait a little longer. You figure it out. Yeah. It's not as scary anymore. And I'm so excited to like explore it a little bit because I think that there's actually so many benefits that I have no clue. Yet. I mean, I would love to sh- give this girl a gummy and fucking see what happens. Like take her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and edibles also, like I think what's interesting for me right now is about the dosage, right? It's like I can dose it. You can find out how much. You want any more? No. I'm good. good. Thanks. I'm good. The scotch and the weed and the stress of the day. Fuck me. Oh, babe. Um, we feel good. you. <laughs> but like, I'm so curious. And you guys were champions of that. I'm just saying, I feel like some people know what's up before it's going to be up. And you guys are sort of always on the other side of the curve. You know what I mean? Like you guys are so you're trendsetters in that sense. I think, you know, a little bit maven. What's that? The tipping point, right? The maven, the person yeah. who sets the tone for everybody else. Jumps so. off first. That's right. That's really nice. We'll jump. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and, I, and I will say how high. We'll you guys be like, like, it's okay down here, guys. You can jump too. Yeah. <laughs> so what's next for the Rebels, guys? What's on the next agenda? Oh, man. What's 2019? Because we well, have we, very lofty goals for tonight. But not. So do we. Yeah. We yeah. did forecasting for the first time in our lives. Yeah. We're business women now. Yeah. We we're going to have to get business way. suits so, vintage. So the, book, so the book came out. We're kind of go full circle here. So the book came out and you mm-hmm. did it yourself and you didn't have like a team behind you, I'm assuming. What did you do with that? Like, did you shop it to stores? How does that work? We had, we ended up when you self-published, you basically interview publishers, which is kind of the nicest part because mm-hmm. otherwise people are coming to you if you're paying you get to vet and go with the best option right so we went with a company freezing press that has really good distribution off the hop so automatically we were going to be on amazon we were going to be available online on chapters indigo barnes and noble um so distribution across north america was obviously huge for us because our audience is everywhere and we just wanted somewhere to send someone quick like go to amazon it'll show up at your house we don't have to worry about it like yeah you know um but then we started directing traffic to chapters first because amazon took a little while to get their shit together and especially at the beginning there was obviously a huge wave of purchases and it piqued the attention of chapters and they ordered a few copies for every store in canada to test it in store yeah physical yeah. hard copies which was not part of distribution but when Shut they saw the uptick up. yeah. in sales Fuck online people started seeing them are you and fucking kidding me no. <laughs> no guys like that's the power of social media come yeah. on that's how about when we would like go to malls and go to indigo and like go to the computer and we be still like do it. how many how many books do you have are there? <laughs> I just leave it up. If anybody goes to Indigo, search the Rebel Mama and and just walk away from the computer. Just leave leave it up up. there. (laughs) Just leave it up there. Take a picture. Thanks, guys. But then it's now carried at 12 stores in Toronto. All the coolest maternity and baby shops in Toronto. Rebel Mama owned a lot of them. Rebel Mama owned businesses. Yeah. Um, And it's taken off from there. And now um, Hatch carries it in New York. And, and in LA and Minimiosh in LA, in LA yeah. carries it too. Fancy. Yeah. yeah. So Amazing. now this year we're going to dominate the US market, hopefully. Guys, hopefully. good luck. Thank you. It's a big undertaking. Yeah. It's going to take <laughs> I a, all your journeys when you guys go. You do a lot of like, it seems a lot of, it yeah. seems very glam, but yeah. you know, there's we a lot of setbacks. Too, right? It's well, we did a little book tour, which was funny because it just got, New York was great. The response is great. It's fun wherever we go because people are 
into it. They're into it and they're all, it's they're funny fans. to go into, well, sometimes they're not. And sometimes you go into a room where people are like, oh my God, I never knew you guys existed. This, this is amazing. Cool. We're not used to it here. Toronto, we're, yeah. that's where our base is. That's Most our market. People, yeah. You know, we yeah. can be okay in Toronto no matter what we really do at this point. <laughs> but going to other cities, you're reliant on US somebody else's so promo. Yeah. But every time we've gone, people have been like, oh, my God, there's this is such an important conversation. They're excited about it. But L.A. was crazy because the wildfires were happening at the time mm, we were there. We were in Venice Beach and Malibu. Yeah, basically. And and the fires were right there. Like we could see them. It was like a wall. So uh, so the events that like because of that, the events that we were doing were like really high emotional level for people like we were doing a lot of the like we, we felt like the canadian embassy coming to the u.s right. and like hugging everybody yeah. all yeah. the time everybody was fucking crying <laughs> everywhere we and, went like, people hug, were crying everybody arms. was fucking crying we came back like emotionally drained yeah, yeah. from la from yeah. la well because we took off there was the uh nightclub shooting that the night before oh, we left yeah. we touched down and heard Bad about timing. it and then the next day the fire started all of them, the Wolsey fires, the Hill fires. for everyone there. Yeah. And we, like, our eyes were burning. One of our events, we had to shut it down because ash There's started ash hailing falling. on us. Are you and me? everyone, like, the mall shut down. Like, Everybody hell. had to they go. They were like, home. you guys gotta like, go now. We're like, fuck. Literally, right. it was like being at the door to hell. It was not normal. But yeah. we took that opportunity to learn as much as we could about the market that mm-hmm. we were, we knew we wanted to pursue this year. Mm-hmm. So we're just taking all the lessons that we've learned over the past four years and, and we then had really a good, putting like, them I mean, into I play this I mean, I think we year. had a pretty good, despite what was going on, we had a great outlook. You know, we, were, we stayed positive. Bought lots of good weed in LA. They have great oh dispensaries. <laughs> that was the first time. It was last year when I left my husband alone, December of last year. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to smoke alone. weed in the streets outside of this restaurant <laughs> and I don't smoke weed but I'm going to I'm, I'm like I'm like he's a big cigarette smoker I was like the girl who had like the Belmont like oh my god cartons of Belmonts Nikita it's not even a joke <laughs> she that loves turquoise, to get I used to love Belmont when I see the turquoise, so when I see the turquoise day, of Belmonts I'm like circa uh, 2001 I like come I know, I know. I like circa 2001 Gesher I used to buy the Demorier before that. Demorier was oh like the God, gateway Demorier, cigarette. Yeah. Oh, Demorier, yes, the gateway <laughs> cigarette. Matinees yes. were my gateway cigarettes. Cigarettes. Players really were light ones. I was twelve. Guys. Oh my God. Twelve. Well, Damn, girl. I had my girl? first cigarette. How I had you my smoke first cigarette at fourteen. Who's a rebel How now? How did you smoke for? I had my first cigarette when I was twelve. Then I started really smoking when I was fourteen. And then I smoked yeah, until I was 25. Yeah, I smoked when I was 15, 16, Yeah, too. I smoked until I was 25. It was kind of cool back then, though. So I, I haven't smoked know. for 10 years. And I quit smoking with the advent of the electronic cigarette. That's how I stopped. Mm. Mm. And I think I was dating a doctor who was maybe... Who's the guys who look at their x-rays all day? Radiologist. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, mm-mm. I was like, yeah, don't okay, do that Don't anymore. do that. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to see yeah. what it looks like in there? <laughs> yeah. like, fuck my life. This is what lung cancer looks like. Yeah. Fuck uh, cancer. Well, whatever worked. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So were you worried that when you started smoking pot again, you'd get like sort of re-addicted to smoking? No, I just like for me, I always ever smoked pot when I was younger with nicotine in it. So it was so funny when I ordered the weed off the cannabis store, I was like Ontario cannabis and it came. I was like, Ooh, this is just weed. Weed burns by itself without nicotine. Indeed. Bum, bum, bum. Like, oh it's an education for me. So I'm as naive as it, as it, as it, as it comes and I love learning all about it. I Most just, weed does. If, you're, if you go to Jamaica yeah. and buy the weed that they grow outside there, it's like so sticky that you have to add you gotta try it well either yeah i mean they dry it but it's so humid there too that whether it's still really dense and sticky so you tend to have to add some tobacco to 
dry it out. I mean, if you guys want to have us back, we can get a cannabis sponsor on this <laughs> show and get them to do an array, and we'll just teach you how to roll and like we'll smoke. You can't get a cannabis sponsor. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can't. I'm trying really hard. Not yeah. right now. Not we right now. It's soon, right? Everyone, yeah. someone's got to make a first months. move. Yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. That's what's happening. Everyone's just that whole yeah. industry's waited, waiting with bated breath until somebody jumps in. Yeah. So for our U.S. listeners. Uh, cannabis became legal in Ontario about three months ago, and there's a lot of gray area about how you can market cannabis now. So basically, no one is marketing it. Period. Everyone's a little. Bit is it illegal? Scared. It's to not illegal to market. That's just a gray area about cannabis distribution. Licensed producers, what I understand, can be get in trouble if they're seen sponsoring and marketing using marketing dollars. And I'm air quoting mm. as I say that because you can't yeah. like. Sell Belmont it. couldn't pay Benson Hedges couldn't pay us to be like you know what you could use right. <laughs> a cigarette you could who use a feels mom like break. a Belmont <laughs> <laughs> step out back beside the shed and yeah. light up a Benson like can the, you imagine <laughs> we would write a killer commercial for Benson <laughs> we would be in great at that if you need and to puke on Gini your way home have that. a cigarette <laughs> <laughs> but only one of you oh my god Two just, the one. Pick one. just the one just the one yeah. Yeah. oh my god the other one can write the copy well, <laughs> Rebels, do you have any final words for our viewers? Where can we get your book? How do we follow you? What's your social handle? Well, you know where you can get our book now. The easiest way is either Chapters. Indigo, walk into <laughs> oh, Indigo, or or Amazon, and yeah. you can follow us on socials at The Rebel Mama on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, on Twitter, we like to retweet really funny other parents. Oh, my God. It's so funny. It's so funny out there, man. There's some really funny people. Oh, my God. You guys are awesome. Um, Dina, what did you learn today? Anything interesting? Hmm. I don't know. Totally I mean, it's her like, first time meeting world. us. I would love like yeah. a little summary of what she thinks. Yeah. <laughs> what, what she what, really yeah. thinks. <laughs> what I say now. No, I'm transparent. We went, to, we went through that. Yeah. Um, no, I love that you guys are doing your own shit the way that you want to do them. And you, you know, apologies for that. I think that's awesome. I think that's how we should all be, really. Thank you. Yeah. Ditto. Same yeah. to both of you yeah. guys. Totally. Yeah. Guys, thank you for coming. I think I learned that I need to spend 30 more seconds on my appearance every day. Because I was like, okay, what did I forget to do? Oh, yeah, brush my teeth. That's my fucking Elena, brush your fucking teeth. There's little things you can do, though. Yeah. There's like no eye makeup and then a bold lip, right? Yeah. You know? It's Lisa Corbo teaching. So you yeah. need to Lisa get on Corbo Lisa Corbo on Instagram. need to write a list of every single thing. We should be doing her PR at Lisa Corbo on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex, Nikita, thank you for coming. Thank you. Dr. Thank D, you thank you. Andrew, mamas, have Thanks. a good night. Stop watching Morning porn, day. babe. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Good night, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We hope you really enjoy the content. We are eager to chat with the most interesting people about topics you care about. Please connect with us on social media at Moms That Say, at Moms TO, and at Dr. Dina Kulik, and share your comments, requests, and to continue the conversation. If you want to hear more, click subscribe and rate us too. We're all about the feedback because this podcast is for you. Have a great rest of week. Until next time.